You want to talk about what? Oh my god, I do that all the time. <laughs> I think. <laughs> okay. It was like them, them, them shows where like you have the first few seconds and then it's like all the <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, sorry, I keep forgetting. But um, welcome to another episode of What the Hell, Danielle? I'm Danielle. I'm Jory. So like, <laughs> 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 okay. But um, today, topic that I really, really wanted to discuss was absence in a family um i think we talked about it a while ago but i didn't word it like that mm-hmm. um like the absence of a parent the absence of a sibling I'm yeah because okay. it's me. almost kind of like mourning Premature morning. It's bad, right? Yeah. And even, I didn't know that, like, when people say daddy issues, my thing is, like, a female, because it's like, you, you want to be you attracted to men, and you want that male attention and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But, like, so many men that I know have daddy issues, and yeah. they don't even know it. They just don't present it in the same way. Because even with my brothers and I, like, we all, I feel like we all have the same... All sing. No, <laughs> I, I feel like we all have like the same like understanding of our dad. Um, hi, my name is Danielle. I have daddy issues. Hi, sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, hi, Danielle. <laughs> hi, Danielle. <laughs> um, but I feel like we all have the same understanding of like the situation with our dad. Um, but my brothers don't necessarily talk about it. They don't rarely they rarely like you know say anything and I feel like they're more likely to let things go just because that's what men do at least that's what my brothers do um me not so much they either gonna be nonchalant about it or angry about it yeah and they're very they're very nonchalant about it Mm -hmm. um me I'm not gonna say that I'm angry but I just don't frustrated it's very frustrating um I was talking to a co-worker the other day and I was telling her about how I get so jealous when I see, like, posts and um, things about, like, people hanging out with their dads and they're like, oh, I'm a daddy's girl and stuff like that because that's, a, that's how it's supposed to be, you would think. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's just not the case and, like, just for me, at least. Um, and it kind of sucks, but I'm not a jealous person. I don't really envy people, but I, I really feel like I missed the mark in life with, mm. without, uh, you know, with not having a present father. Mm-hmm. And that's funny, like, because I get you, like, it's not, it's usually for me, it's not even with the, the dad, because, mm-hmm. like, I hung out, like, me and with my uncles and stuff, it's like, that's some good bonding time, but to be honest, when I'm hanging out with them, it's more so, like, I'm their homie, like, their homeboy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, because I swear I'm a dude at heart, like, so it's just, like, you know, that part, but, like, mine more envious, like, when I see mothers mm-hmm. and daughters doing stuff because that's rare that for one that you see a mother and a daughter getting along like that but also because I don't have one right now mm-hmm. I said right now right now I don't have like yeah, my mom died you know a little later in life but like my mom died and like I be so happy that I don't even want to say envy like I envy my best friend mm-hmm. but I, I be like it's not that I'm proud because I know a lot of people that be like 
arguing with their mom and calling their mom the B word and stuff. Right. Like, you know, all this extra stuff. Like, that's not... For me, that's hurtful for me because now I'm like, you taking advantage. Let, let me have your mother. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's not the same, you know? Yeah. So, like, when when you have daddy issues and you have mother issues and stuff and mm-hmm. my, well, mommy issues and stuff, it don't all just stem from, like, them being absent physically. I mean, not physically. Like, they, like they could be alive, you know, and they're not. But mm-hmm. it's just, they hit different. When they when they not alive. Yeah, and I was about to say like in your case, not to speak for you, but like just to like an explanation. It's one thing if the parent is dead, but it's another thing if the parent is just not doing their job. That part. And and then you come into abandonment issues. Right. <laughs> um. So I have a mother, and she's absolutely wonderful. Great. Um. My mom great, and I great. get along. Very well. I feel like we have the typical mother daughter relationship, but like yeah, funny together. I just yeah, like business partners. Yeah, like, business so, partners. So funny. That is so funny. Yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, my mom and I are like attached at the hip. Like we're so much alike. We're very like we get along. We just do. Um. And I like hanging out with my mom. I don't know a lot of you know daughters do like hanging out with their mom. Yeah. We probably hang out more than the typical mother daughter, but. I enjoy my mom's presence, and um, I grew up with five older brothers, so I it's not like I don't know how males work and anything like that, so I kind of go to my brothers before I go to anyone else, like I go to my mom, then I go down the line of my brother, so, um, but as far as like my dad, it's not like he's dead or anything, it's just like we don't really have a relationship, yeah, <laughs> he's just not there, mm-hmm. um, and I feel like a lot of people are probably like, "Well, did your mom? You know, it's always it always comes down to like, did your mom ever um, let him see you and things like that? Like, mm-hmm. yes, I did see my dad growing up. When there's an opportunity and they don't take the opportunity, that's when that's when that's you when know. It's, yeah, yeah. And I feel like growing up, like, yeah, I did see my dad. It was just not. It was like, hey, buddy. More so like a bonding thing. Yeah, it was, It. Was, I feel like every time I went over my dad's side or anything like that, it was for like a special type of thing. It wasn't like, oh, let's, let me go pick up my daughter. Let me, let's go do something. I'm thinking like, about her today. Let me, yeah. Yeah, it yeah. was never like that. It was like, hey, mm-hmm. you know, today's a holiday. Let me go ahead and get my kids, bring them over here. And then every time I was over there, it was always, oh, here, here's my daughter. It was always an introduction. So that's how I knew like growing up, like, uh, I hated it because it was always, oh my God, I haven't seen you since you were like itty bitty. And I'm like, whose thought is that though? Like whose thought is yeah, that? Yeah. I'm like, what? <laughs> like, okay. And I'm like, I don't know this person. I do remember this person, but I don't know what to call you. Like that type of thing. And it's kind of traumatizing, like honestly, in a different type of way. Um, missing out on life with these yeah. people who could have had good bonds with. Exactly. Um, and then another thing that's like super stressful is the fact that, um, you know, now that like I'm older and everything, people will still try to bring up the fact or try to place the blame on like a mother. Um, even though my mom wasn't at fault for this, like he's a grown man. He made those decisions. He, you know, he did this. He did not. That type of thing. Mm -hmm. Um, and you can't really place the blame on a grown man for not going his uh, or reaching out to his grown kids. Like, even like 
I just feel like it's just it's a weird it's a weird dynamic and weird thing to even try to discuss because there's always going to be like some people that try to defend their family member um when you just you, you can't <laughs> especially when you know you ain't wrong exactly yeah if my brothers weren't taking care of their kids like I would not be out here defending anybody hey it ain't nothing like for me when I say I be respecting these men out here like when I when I'm talking to somebody and they have a kid and never. they're like huh never <laughs> And they um, are saying, like, oh, yeah, I got to do this for my kid, and this, is and that. I said, okay, okay. Even though I want to see you, this, is and that. It's like, no, I respect you. Like, I'm not going to talk to you if you're going to be like, all right, I got to hang out with my kid, but I'm going to let, I'm gonna let, I'm gonna let my baby mama know just to keep him for the night. Yeah. And I'm coming. No, because you, you're not coming over here. Yeah. Unless you bring your kid, you're not coming. Like, you know, like, and I, and T.T. Joy loved the children, okay? Yeah. Like, you know, like, it is what it is, but... At the same time, like, I res- I will respect you if you take care of your kid and put your kid before anybody. And no woman should want to be with a man that doesn't take care of their Because what if I have a kid with you? Are you going to do the same thing with me? And don't and yeah. don't try to say, oh, well, it's hard because the, my baby mama and, you know, I can't stand it. I don't care. You need to res- respect that you have a child. Now, if they doing extra stuff, you better work ten times as hard as her exactly. so that you can figure it out. Take care of the court. Make sure your stuff is in order so that when you when you want to, if you really want to see your kid that bad, you will work hard for your child. Yeah. So don't make them no, ain't no excuses for I that. I feel like it's always an excuse and they always try to place the blame on someone else when it's like, really, you need to be taking accountability for yourself and your own actions. And a lot of men just don't do that. Like mm-hmm. men in general. And I just want to say like, as far as like my father goes, like I don't see any accountability. Um... My dad and I have not talked. We don't text. I'm so glad you just said that. At all. Go ahead. Um, I was talking to, like, I was talking to my coworker the other day because she was talking about how her husband and her daughter have, like, a really, really good relationship. And I was like, that is just so nice to, you know, see because, especially in, like, the black community or whatever, you don't really see that as much. Like, you kind of do, but at the same time, you really don't. Um, Everybody has their own reasons, but, like, it was just refreshing that like she grew up with her dad and had a really good um relationship with him and now her husband has a really good relationship with their daughter um and I was just like no I don't and she was like when's the last time your dad texted you and I had to go back I just scrolled so I had to search his name like that's how bad it was my dad and I text on December 23rd yep okay and I think that it's just so funny like when I'm on Facebook and things like that, it seems very performative um, for, like, a birthday message or anything like that to come through. And it's like, happy birthday to my baby girl. I love you and all of that. It just seems very performative. It sickens me half the time because I'm like, you could have called me. You, like, you, you could t- you text you me, telling but you, me don't, you don't call you, me. You telling me. Like, privately is more important. You texting me. Like, yeah. You can watch my story, swipe it from me. I don't like that. Yeah. You searching my name and texting me and telling me happy birthday or calling me and telling me happy birthday means so much more than that. Cool. See me in person. Hey. 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 Like Let's go is, out for dinner. Yes. Like, that is so, it's, it's so easy. 
the same thing I feel like we want from these men we want from our fathers and like not in no sexual way like people make it sexual like no my father hit me up yeah. hey I'm gonna take you out on this trip we gonna go to the Bahamas or something like that make sure you bring a friend make you like you know like set some stuff up like some mm-hmm. big stuff up and I mean I'm saying Bahamas but that's like going out of the way but you know like yeah, it can something. be something small like a road trip or something like that that right there but what you just said can I yeah, story time it's quick story it. I'm so ready for it so earlier it's a couple of things not really a story time it's a couple of bullet points earlier when you said that um when you when you hit when 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 somebody's on your mind right don't call I mean don't don't wait for them to call you and be like man I, I think about you every day mm-hmm. cause this is what my father does he, if I call him or we talking or whatever he'll call me it'll be I always think about you. I think about you every day. This, this, and that. My mama died 20... Oh, 20, uh, what? Two, uh, 2005. I don't know why I was trying to say 20. Because it's a big new year. I'm telling you, it's too many, it's too many syllables. <laughs> 20 <laughs> syllables. My mama died August of 20, uh, 2005. When did I see my father last? August 2005. 17 years ago... Next month. Yeah. So, I've talked to him. I don't remember the last time he, he texted me or called me. It was sometime last year. Because I stopped answering phone calls. Because mm-hmm. I was getting tired of hearing this. You can tell when somebody's drunk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, baby girl, I, I love you. And this is that. And I think about you every day. And I'm so glad that you, you know, you don't hold no grudge. I don't have no grudge to hold. I was seven. Right. You can't. You, you can, this is what he blamed me. He blamed me for not coming in my life for this. You, you ready? When I hugged you and you, I tried to kiss you in your cheek and you didn't hug you and you pulled away from me, it made me think you didn't, you didn't want me to be in your life. So I just, you know, I just, I never, I never fought. I was seven. Can I tell you something? When I was seven, I was around my mama, my cousins. And that was the only, those are the only males I was ever around all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and the only older men that could hug me, kiss me, or whatever, was my Uncle Thomas, mm-hmm. my Uncle Dorian, my Uncle Dorian's best friend, and occasionally one of my other uncles. And that was only because, guess what, I was comfortable around them. Yeah, so of course it was going to feel weird, like... I don't this know random you. Man. You gotta baby step that in there. And as funny, at the beginning of the funeral time, it was a whole week, I believe. He, I was like uncomfortable, and then I got used to him. Mm-hmm. So then I'm like, okay, cool. And then 17 years. That 17 is so years. Weird. Like, you should be ashamed of yourself. Mm-hmm. And they had the nerve when I was like 22, 21, 22. No, I wasn't 21 yet, I was 20. Um, it was the year I was turning. I that's when I got. I said, Jory, just reach out. Mm-hmm. You try to do it. I did, and I I was trying. I was really trying because I I talked to one of my uh, old teachers before, and I said, How did you like? How did you like your dad back in your life and stuff like that? You know, you remember that story she was telling us when um, she after her mom died, um, her dad wasn't in her life, and then right before she was getting married and stuff she Mm -hmm. you know you know all that stuff so when I heard that story it made me think okay there's an upside like men can change men can be different so 
I tried. I said, let's let's just try to make it work. And that's when I told him, I said, I don't hold no grudge against you. I'm not mad at you. I said, I'm just not going to sit here and try when I'm a kid in the situation and stuff. He's like, yeah, I understand that he thinks you're so much like your mama and this, this, and that. And that's understandable, but, like, guess what? I would know more about that if you were around, mm-hmm. if you talked to me. So, yeah, it's weird. So, he kept, he, he told me he would send me some money one time. And I said, okay. And he said, oh, no, he said, I can do some stuff for you. I said, but I am struggling, too, so like, I, you can, I can't send you too much. He said, but if I do send you something, you just can't use it on, um, he said, we uh, drinking on these niggas out here. For one, that's funny. You ain't. Fin- I think you was at Walmart with me this day. I yeah. I, I was like, why do I remember this? <laughs> I was no, I literally. You yes, was at the store and yes. I was getting irritated. I was so yeah. angry because for one, it's high. Like, I got I'm a headache. Like you're thinking, like, was I there? Yes, yes, <laughs> you know? I was there. And I'm just sitting here like, like, who is he talking to? It's just, are you not embarrassed? Like, <laughs> like if my uncle, my favorite uncle. Would have like said that to me, I would have been like, oh, you know, that's respectful. You know, yeah. like, respectful. But I but, don't know you. You have no room to like even try to parent me this way. Yeah, and then it's like I I, I have to explain it because for one, you're not gonna tell me what I do. You don't even know what I do. So I said, exactly. I said, well, for one, I don't smoke. I said, for two, I don't drink because I wasn't 21. I really wasn't really well. I was in college, a condo, but yeah. you know, but I I wasn't like drinking like I don't for have real. To tell you that. Yeah, you know, and I said, and then I said, and I don't have no nigga. He said, yeah, okay. I said, yeah, I'm going to talk to you later. I hung up. You're not going to dis- yeah. discredit what, you don't know me. You don't know me at all. And that's what everybody be trying to do. It's just like, you don't know me. You don't. And then, um, like, he was coming to my graduation and he lied about some stuff about that. Like, you know, like, when you find out stuff, it's just like, it's why am I trying? It's yeah. not even like a grudge. And I hate when they try to say that it's because a grudge, yeah. a grudge you know, is associated with anger. It's not that I'm angry. angry. It's more I'm so I'm disappointed. Disappointed and frustrated. Like, he was trying, was trying to explain. He was like, he said, I was expecting you. I told him, I said, I had to interrupt. I said, ah, see, I don't like that word expecting. I said, you're not supposed to expect anything. You expected me not to, to message you. Are you expecting? I, I don't wasn't expect, expect anything from a child. Okay. And this is, not, and this is no, this is when I was 20. He said, no, I was but still like, this is your, like, your you, kid. Yeah. yeah. He and he just was like he was just like yeah I was um he said I was just expect I wasn't expecting you to um actually text me your number so I can call you and this is and that wow well, you should you not. exactly don't expect nothing just put it out there in the world and if it fails then you know you tried you at least tried don't give up if you if that really means something to you I think about you every day I think I, I've been thinking if you think about if you think about somebody every day and you never reach out. That's on you. Mm-hmm. My friend, my boy best friend, he was, like, literally, I'll be thinking about him. I'm like, I got called in. I got called. I got called. Mm-hmm. And then he'll call me and be like, what's up? And I'll be like, I was just thinking about calling you, but I just was like, I was busy. He thinks I'm lying every time. But no, it's it's like we have this telekinesis thing. It would it would actually work. So I said, great, you're going to have to start. You're going to really have to start calling him. When you're really thinking about him, just call him. So I started doing it again, but sometimes I'll text him because he be busy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I don't be trying to, I don't be trying to do that. That's one thing if you know somebody's going to be busy. But if you haven't speak, spoke to somebody or seen somebody in at least a year or more, mm-hmm. and I say at least a year because, yeah, a year will go by fast. Yes. But at least a year or more, then you need to contact them, check up on them. Yeah. I checked up on people who I really care about at the beginning of the year, and then I occasionally will... It's, it's one thing if you swiping or liking 
pictures or swiping up on people and com- commenting on that's one thing like that's that's cool that is okay but like if you're supposed to actually call them or text them or check in on them like you don't know how they're doing yeah i just realized well we probably already realized this but you we take different approaches in life um as far as like where our um, everything ties to our daddy issues if mm-hmm. you want to really, you know, label it. But you take a more hopeful approach because you're still so hopeful. I take a more, I don't even give a fuck. Like, I just shut down on it because it's just one of those things It's like, I don't expect anything out of someone because our love languages are completely different. Mm-hmm. And that's what we were talking about last time where I am not a words of affirmation type of person because words don't mean anything to me. I want you That's to exactly show why me. I don't like words of You need to show me. Don't say anything to me. Like, don't even tell me you have a surprise for me. Just surprise me. Exactly. Because once you tell me you have a surprise, I think you're lying. Like, <laughs> I don't know I don't know how to explain it, but... It's like, I've been told so many things before in my life, and I've been, like, I've been denied of them, so that's exactly yeah. why I don't expect anything. It's like it gets ripped under the rug for me, like, I just, I don't know how to explain I really don't know how to explain it, but, like, whenever a man tells me, like, anything, I just automatically do not believe you, and it has absolutely nothing to do with you. There's nothing that's gonna change it. I just want you to show me. Mm-hmm. Like, there's nothing that's gonna change it. I don't care if it's the right man. I don't care if it's my husband. I don't care who it is, like, I just want you to show me. Exactly. Just like this situation I just told you about. Yeah. I, I, was, I was, I was definitely going to shut down, but I was just talking to my auntie before this phone call mm-hmm. happened, and she told me a situation with my mom before about how, like, they were, um, they had a mutual friend, and the mutual friend was talking about my mom, and, well, no, she, she said it happened twice, so one situation happened, and she didn't know that my mom didn't tell the person or whatever like that, she thought she did, she's like, you know what, I'm going to keep my mouth closed. Mm-hmm. Next time, she didn't keep her mouth closed, and the girl lied and said that she, my auntie was talking about my mom. And my mom stopped being her friend for a little bit, and she was being fake. But she said, mm-hmm. why is she talking to you? And y'all been friends for years. And then she was like, that's what I said. And then I ended up telling her, like, no, I didn't even say those things. She came to me and started talking to you, talking about you. <laughs> she, It was her. That was, it was her. Like, you know, so in the situation, I took that, I took that here. Don't take that one-sided, like what that one person said. Actually, have a conversation with the person who is in the mutual situation, and right. then as soon as they show you that the other person was real, they were saying that it's like okay, like you know what I'm saying. Yeah. That's how that's how I'm taking it. I said because I'm tired. Of, I don't like when people walk up to me and be like, "You shouldn't hang out with her. You shouldn't hang out with them because they're bad." Okay, well, I'm a risk taker. Like you know, oh, I'm scared. You know, if they hurt me, guess what? I've been hurt. Now I'm growing. Now I'm now I'm yeah. strong. <laughs> Because every situation, if you if you don't take a risk in life, I realize that if you do not take any of these risks in life that we are, like, currently going through, then you won't live. You won't live and you'll sit there and be like, dang, I, I am just this weak person. You're going to be weak. You're going to be a weak person because you didn't take no risk. A strong person. Hey, I'm weak. A strong person is somebody who takes risks, get hurt, and if they can get through it and get, and get past that part of life, then... Then what? I didn't overcome my mom dying at seven mm-hmm. and not being able to grieve until I moved out on my own and still going through it, but still like, you know, you're alive. You are alive. Mm-hmm. You're not kidnapped in a dungeon somewhere. 
you are alive. You have a job. You yeah, have you your own apartment. Took care of you throughout those years until you, see you were basically on your own feet. Like you, you're good. Good. Like I overcome the big obstacles that a lot of people can't. Like I know a lot of people commit suicide when they lose somebody like that. When they, you know, do something. My grandmother told me one time. She said that um, it's it's worse losing a child than it is losing a parent, and I can agree with that. Maybe if I had I just a sibling, don't think that you should be. I think comparing grief is tacky. It's bad. And like I said, maybe it could it could be like if I had a brother, like an actual like a sibling with my mom and mm-hmm. stuff, it would be a little different because at least I have somebody. I'm the only child. Yeah, on my mom's side. So it's just like that hit a little different. Nobody man. knows exactly what you're going through. <laughs> nobody yeah, nobody would ever share that thing because I don't have a father. Yeah. No, even though I was raised by so many people, it's not the same. Cause my uncle, if if my uncle took me in, maybe cause it would just be me and him. Mm-hmm. But no, he got nephew. He got more than just me. Yeah, he got everybody. He, he takes care of all of us. All my uncles. My uncle got five kids. He took care of me as one of his kids. But it's still not the same because that's my mom should just been alive. You know what I'm saying? Like it's just it's just it's the stuff that you can't fix, but you can't hope, and people will never know what you're going through. It's just getting exhausting trying to explain it, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like, I, um, and I feel like even, like, after, like, even with, like, my whole dad situation, like, no, I did not lose a parent, but it just feels like I am, like, prematurely grieving. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have, like, these, like, you know, the, the stages of grief. Like, yeah, I was angry. I, was, I feel like my stage of, like, anger was probably senior year, right? <laughs> I had to go to his house and ask for a laptop. Um, I tell the story all the time, so I think it's hilarious, but it really, like, I think that day just, like, changed my entire perspective of my relationship with my dad. Um, and I don't think anybody really, really noticed it, but you growing up and having this, you know, like, these rose-colored glasses on your face, like, of, like, your parents, like, of course, yeah, I know that's my dad, you know? And, yeah, I know that I'm getting picked up to go to this event or go to his house and things like that. But I'm not really seeing, like, the the behind-the-scenes type of things or whatever. So, basically, senior year of high school, I had to... I was just, like, overwhelmed. I was doing volleyball. I was, like, trying to get my senior thesis together. And um, I didn't have a laptop for some reason. I don't know why. I just didn't have a laptop. So... (laughs) I was just stressed, like, trying to, you know, share this computer with my mom. Like, I was like, I need a laptop. And she was like, why don't you go ask your dad? And I was like, no, like. So I'm, like, calling around, you know, doing my rounds. Like, you know, mama said no, so let me go ahead and ask my brothers. Eric, Tony, DJ, Darren, I don't care who I have to ask. Like, it just was not in my vocabulary to go and ask my dad for something. Like, it just wasn't. And I didn't know why. Because it wasn't like he wasn't there. It was just like, why can't I ask him for something? So, you know, I talked to my my youngest brother, Darren, about it. And I was just like, you know, she's not budging. So, like, can you just drive me over there so that I can go ahead and ask? And he was like, yeah. So, we drove over there. And I just remember crying, like, bawling my eyes out. Because, like... I don't know if it was, like, my pride of, like, having to ask him and getting let down 
or what it was because I'm so used to I don't want to sound like a bitch or a brat, but like I'm so used to everything being hmm. everything being easy getting what you yeah. want. Yeah. So like I was just so used to like my mom being like, Yeah, and if she said no, like go to my go to my brothers, but like nobody had like senior years expensive, you know you have senior dues and all of that. Somebody um, paid for mine. I wish somebody paid for mine. I don't even know who it was. I wish they was back in my life. But I was just like, you know, I, I need I need it. I'm, I'm about to go to school, so yeah, I do need Wi-Fi. So that's why I was like, let me just go ahead and install Wi-Fi. I was bawling my eyes out. Like, I don't even think that I really got it out. And I just remember him saying, what are you crying for? Like, what do you need? And I was just like, I need a laptop. And he's like, okay, let's go to this one with the router. So I'm like, shocked all the way there. Like, I don't know why I'm shocked. I can't really remember, like, if my dad actually, like, what but um I do remember this like makeup kit when I was like nine um and I had that box for like literally ever um and then I remember the laptop I still have the laptop even though it's busted like I just don't you know it's just one of those things like you know my daddy got to this even though like I don't really talk to him or anything like that it's just one of those things like I cannot let this go. is one of the happy moments because he actually came through yes so he took me to Best Buy he got me the laptop and on the way home I never touched a box got in the car we got in the house I threw the laptop on the living room couch and I went upstairs and I just started crying so I felt like I don't the best way that I can <laughs> The best way that I describe it, like, whenever I tell people this story, I just feel like a prostitute. Like, I feel like I had to work for something that should have come easy to mm-hmm. me. And I feel like a brat even trying to say that because it's not like, oh, this is old to me. But, like, it should not, I should not have had your to daddy work should, that Your hard. daddy should have, like, how do I say this? You, you, all you had to do is text your daddy. If it was, if it was yeah, easy, it should, you know it should be that easy. Like, how it is. With me going straight to my brothers for something, it should be that easy going to my dad. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't. And that that was a big pride. You know, I'm, I'm very prideful. <laughs> me asking you for $15 yesterday, that yeah. was pride. Like I said, I don't That's know. That's why I was like, let me know just she not make a big you know, deal hey. for it. Let me just send it to her. <laughs> I was like, um, But yeah, it was just like, I did not, I didn't, you know, it was just one of those things. Like, it wasn't a MacBook or anything. It was like a HP whatever mm-hmm. I was like my dad got me this like mm-hmm. and it did the job it did his due diligence but it was just one of those things that's like like damn like and then right after that once I realized like it should not be this difficult yes I did get the laptop yes he did come through but like at what cost you know what I mean like I don't like, know. yeah, um, I, I feel that having to work ten times hard. Like, even mm-hmm. it's just because like people do stuff, people throw stuff in people's faces, and they don't yes. realize it, and that's annoying. Like, it's hard for me to ask my family for money because like I know they're struggling, mm-hmm. so I'd be like, dang, I ain't trying to ask them. So then they're like, if you need help, tell me. Mm-hmm. But then when I need help, and I tell them, mm-hmm. it's like, can you do this? Can you do that? Can you do? Mm-hmm. I literally. I gotta always work for it now. Yeah, like you know, like that's why I'm, I'm I'm always independent. Like if anybody knows me, I'm a struggle. I'm gonna get buried in the ground. I'm gonna get ran over before I ask. Because mm-hmm. if I ask and you tell me who built all this furniture in my house, I did. I put it together. Did I ask for? Did I ask to help for help? Put the bed together. Barely the bed. Was it the bed? No, the, the dresses. TV? The dresser. Yeah. Okay, she she helped a little bit. I ain't gonna lie, she did stay and help a little bit, but a little bit. That's I'm gonna give you that. Yeah. 
But other than that, like, I, I've asked people to help me, and they tell me, no, guess what I did? Okay. You did what you said. Okay, exactly, because why? Like, why? Like, I asked a couple of my male friends, like, I asked my boy best friend one day, I said, he lived all the way in, the, he lived 30 minutes away from me. Mm-hmm. Okay? Just know that. He drove all the way over here just to help me move my furniture around for me not to like it, and then I moved it back, like, a couple <laughs> months later. But, like, it was the thought. It was it the was thought that effort. he really did come over here and help me do that. Yeah. Like, you know, he didn't have to. You know my nigga? Yeah. He is not my boyfriend. Yeah. That yeah. is my... Like, that made me feel good. Like, dang, I got some people I can rely on. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, I don't have no men I can rely on besides my uncles. But, like, they're older now. You know, mm-hmm. they really make it like my uncle. And guess what I got to go over his house for? He washed my blankets. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like... He knew I was exhausted, but he still watched my blanket, even though he had to work this weekend. Yeah. Like, you know, things like it's, that. It's the little things. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like I, like I said, my perspective changed for my own father that day. Even though I did get what I asked for, it was just one of those things. Where it's like, ugh. Like, ugh. Why did it have to be so hard? So, ever since then, I've had, like, a different perspective. And I, you know, the rose-colored glasses, they came off, and I just saw everything for how it was, and... Here we are, 2022, and we haven't talked since two days before Christmas last year. So. Not even on Christmas. That's yeah. crazy. Um, no, I did go over there on Christmas. Okay. My so favorite my, my gift. But. Mm, you should get gifts, too. I'm pretty sure my stepmom buys it. I'm pretty sure my stepmom buys it. Hey, and it'd be like that. Like, I don't know. Like... I said positive, and here we are, depression. It is. Hey, it is. but it is, and at the same time, it's just like, I say, like, other, it's weak people, weak people who don't take risks, like, you gotta, that's the, that's make you stronger. Mm-hmm. You know, your skin a little thick, you know, I mean, is that right? Yeah, you got thick, too. Yeah, yeah that's what I mean. <laughs> you skin a little, little thick. thick. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Look two C's, you know what I'm saying? A little thick, thick. Yeah. But at the same time, it's just like, I shouldn't have had to overcome that. I shouldn't. That shouldn't be. I, that should not have to be an overcomable. Yeah, that's what I'm gonna say. It really should. <laughs> it should have just been a. Oh, yeah. Well, come yeah, on. Let me experience let me go. other traumas in life. Not deal with trauma from my parents that decided to have me without my consent. Okay, in this bad case, can <laughs> we talk about that? Consent, like. <laughs> It would have been different if all oh, it was a stranger that came and like kidnapped me or like raped me or something like that's deep, but like that's a that's something that's like okay, like you really got to get over that. This is something that's internal, your family, oh, yeah. like yeah, Always like gonna be around. And I feel like even my relationship with my dad, like it really affected a lot of relationships that I had over there. Like I don't really know a lot of people on my dad's side, and the people that I do know, I don't even talk to because. One, I probably probably know how I feel about him in our situation, um, and I don't have any I don't have any relationship with anybody on my dad's side, which sucks. But it is what it is. Like I'm gonna always be fine. I came into this world by myself. I'm gonna leave by myself. Like I will always be fine. I'm gonna always have my own back. And I know one person that always has my back. My mom. Mm-hmm. You at least have one person. So, that's always behind your back. That's what it is. And that's how I be feeling. I don't mm-hmm. be feeling like I have that person. Even though people say, oh, this, this, and that. Like, with my family. But it's just like, one person I do know is probably my Uncle Thomas. Mm-hmm. But there's always stipulations with that, too, sometimes. 
And that's why I say, like, I don't really be tripping because I love them to death. But it's just, like, I really just do it on my own, you know? Like, I don't ask. I just let them offer. Yeah. Because if they don't want to do it, they wouldn't ask. And that's how, that's why, that's when I know it's real, though, with them. Okay, so you know, I gotta cook this food so I can take the nap. Oh, yeah, I still gotta work tonight. tonight. Alright, well, we'll wrap it up. Yeah. Play the music. Do, do, do. Absolutely, yep. Do, do, do. Mm-hmm, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Keep on. <laughs>